You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. There's a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome in to the Go 24-7 podcast. My name is Bryce Kuhn alongside Glenn West. As LSU gets another commitment, yesterday another domino fell in the 2024 class. Tradez Green committing it to the Tigers, Brian Kelly's 2024 class. And Glenn, this, this class is shaping up to be a really nice one, a really impressive one, but another weapon added offensively as we talk about it today. Uh, make sure, before we get started, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you share it with your friends and family, LSU fans or not. Do they want to hear about it? You want to flex uh, how good your team's doing in the, in the uh, recruiting? Go ahead and share it with them, and make sure to check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Trade as Green, the one of the top players in the country, uh, You know, the top player per the 24-7 rankings that's going to be in this LSU class as of right now. Uh, Glenn, this is a really big pickup uh, just from seeing how Kelly builds the relationships with, with some of these kids and this staff. I mean, I don't think you can say enough about what the pickup of Tradez Green does for this class and, and for the future of this offense. Yeah, really a pickup here with Tradez Green. You obviously mentioned it here right up the top that it's the, the highest rated player LSU's had right now in their class for 2024. Um, a guy who uh, number 57 in the country on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. I think he's number three or number two tight end uh, in those rankings as well. So um, that's a big-time talent that you're adding to this offense and certainly to the future uh, of what you're trying to do uh, offensively. And you, know, you, you have a couple takeaways. I mean, of course, uh, I think uh, takeaway number one is going to be um, – LSU's just in a tremendously different spot at tight end than they've ever been. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they that was a position where LSU had really kind of not paid a ton of attention to in past years. Um, before Kelly got here, they they had a very specific kind of tight end that they recruited, mostly a pass blocking or, or sorry, a run blocking tight end, a guy that you could stick on the edge and uh, kind of have an extra blocker out there and. Really, as soon as Brian Kelly got here, you knew that that was going to change. And so mm -hmm. you, you obviously get the, the really great uh, first year out of uh, Mason Taylor last year. And I think that um, was really the blueprint here to recruiting uh, for the, you know, these next couple of classes. I mean, those guys saw uh, Kelly was not afraid to put Mason Taylor out there to have him heavily involved in this offense. I mean, you could make the case that Mason Taylor uh, was probably the number two option for Jaden Daniels for much of last year um, and and you know it, it, it resonates with those players and you saw that uh, this year with the the, the recruitment of Camorian Pimpton late you had Jackson McGohan was a late signing um, certainly Mac Markway was a guy that was uh, uh, involved in your program for a while in terms of his commitment um, and, and then you've moved on to 2024 and you've got uh, Tavion Galloway, who is a top 20, top 15 type tight end, a four star guy who's got an immense potential and is 
you know, we, as we know, if you follow social media, is very much engaged in trying to help LSU on the recruiting front, and that's always good to see uh, out of your recruits. And certainly, trade green here. It, you're, you're looking at, at at least four or five four stars that you brought in in these last two uh, recruiting cycles alone uh, to really help beef up that tight end room. I think you've got enough diversity in that room uh, to really utilize you know multiple tight end sets moving forward, and that's. I think the goal for Coach Kelly and Mike Denbrock, they've had lots of success uh, in, in the past at, at their previous stops uh, with, with the tight end position. And it's certainly been a focus here these first two uh, recruiting cycles. And I think LSU's knocked it out of the park. Yeah, and to mention kind of about, you know, the tight end position has evolved, especially uh, and not only at LSU but around the country. And so when you see that LSU is trying to be out in the forefront of that, you have to obviously give a lot of credit to what Mike Denbrock loves to do, what they you know, were doing, what Brian Kelly and, and every single kid I've talked to, talking with Tavion Galloway and some of these other tight ends, they bring up, we saw what happened at Notre Dame. Like we, we see the kids that were at Notre Dame that are playing in the NFL. Uh, you know, uh, one of the, I think it was Galloway talked to, you know, specifically about like a Cole Komet that was at Notre Dame now playing in the NFL and, and having some success. But when you see how LSU is stacking the talent, which what you're referring to, obviously the 2024 class has some kids. They've got Mason Taylor on campus. But now, the t- you know, what they're being able to do, and even in that 2023 class, uh, it's really real rebuilding a room almost overnight. I mean, that, that's what it feels like to me. But when you talk about a position, like you said, that wasn't of much prominence uh, before and now is starting to become one, what they've been able to do is impressive. And when you look at this kid – uh, Trey Des Green, last year, 42 catches, 864 yards, and 14 touchdowns. Glenn, he averaged 20.6 yards per reception. So that shows his six foot seven, 240 frames going to be able to get downfield. And one thing that they do well is they – I think that Kelly and them able to pick the guys that complement each other really well in these classes. And so when you look at the, you know, addition of him alongside of Tavion Galloway – Glenn, I think we're correct in saying it's not a situation where you say, okay, now Galloway may rethink his commitment. No, these guys are going to come in together, work well, and hope to uh, you know produce all SEC, all SEC seasons uh, alongside one another. And I mean, look, there's only one football, but it feels like you can scheme some stuff up to get both these guys the football. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Trey Des Green, um, 24-7 actually has him listed as a wide receiver right now if you go in and look <laughs> at his uh, projections. Um, and that's because he lined up on the outside, he lined up on the slot, he lined up, um, uh, you know, along the offensive line. And so there's just a lot of versatile versatile ways you're going to be able to use uh, Trey Des once he gets on campus and gets situated with the program, um, which which allows you to run, you know, as many as two other tight ends. I mean, if you stick uh, Trey Des on the outside on one snap, you can theoretically put Mason Taylor uh, in the slot, you can slide Tavion Galloway into the offensive line spot. You can use McGohan or Markway at that spot as well. I mean, like there's just a lot of different options um, th- that are afforded to you when you have these versatile pieces like Trey Des Green. Um, I-, I do think it's going to be interesting to see how the whole football basketball thing plays mm-hmm. out. That's going to be uh, a big topic of conversation, I think, uh, when he first arrives, just how uh, you know, he fits that in because, you know, just talking with people, it does sound like he really wants to give that a shot. He loves basketball. He's he's uh, he's very skilled, too. I mean, he's got a great little uh, outside shot and uh, he's 
you know, six foot six. He's a big guy. He can get in and, and, and I think uh, you know, ruffle some feathers in the paint as well. So, um, you know, I think Matt McMahon has made it clear that he would like Tradez to be a part of the, the program um, in a walk-on perspective. I mean, he's going to be on scholarship for football. We do know that. Um, but how he fits into – what LSU basketball also wants to do, uh, I think is going to be very interesting. It's going to be, um, it's a, it's a tight schedule for sure. I mean, yeah. you, you look at football starting in August, um, and going all the way through December, and then you have basketball, which starts in October and goes through March. You're looking at kind of a three month window there where, uh, you have some real overlap. And, and if that's going to be what he ultimately decides to do his first year, he's going to have to really prioritize his time, um, it's, it's going to be a tough schedule to work out. Um, I don't think LSU's really done it with anybody recently. Nobody comes to mind. Uh, they've had players that have gone from football to just basketball and, and vice versa, but mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I don't remember them having to juggle, at least in recent memory, juggle guys uh, at the same time. And so uh, I, I do think that's going to be a, a, a really interesting conversation and, and kind of development to follow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it'll be interesting because when you start to make that push for football, the push to Atlanta, uh, that's when basketball kind of starts to heap up. You get all you know the preseason practices, the start of the season there in November. So it'll be interesting to kind of monitor what they're going to do with that. But like I said, this kid's a tremendous athlete. Oh yeah. And Glenn, it leads me to a question uh, I didn't immediately have in there, but I'm going to throw this in here because I think this is really intriguing. You know, he won't be on campus for, for a while still. Technically, it'll be here before we know it. But what does you think this do, do for the mind of Garrett Nussmeyer, who all indications right now point that he is going to stay, knock on wood, at LSU? Uh, I mean, look, when he sees this and the kind of talent they're adding, even if it's just that one year that he's going to play, I mean, this has got to make him excited to say, you're kind of setting up your backup quarterback with a lot of really good weapons and a guy that I think he could utilize really well in this offense. Oh yeah, I mean, if I'm Garrett Nussmeyer, I'm I'm giddy with with some of the weapons that they brought in the last couple of years. I mean, you talk about the the four receivers in this 2023 class, a couple of which are already on campus. Um, obviously, the three tight ends that they brought in in this class, um, and then the two tight ends in the next class that they brought in, and I think they have a receiver in there too from 2024. I can't remember who exactly it is, but I mean, that's a lot of weapons there for Garrett Nussmeyer to really have this time to 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 get used to uh, certainly in the 2023 class, I would expect him and a lot of those younger guys, once they're on campus, Shelton Sampson, Kai Prian, uh, Kyle Parker, uh, Jalen Brown. Um, those are going to be the guys Nussmeyer is really counting on next year. I mean, obviously a guy like neighbors and, and Brian Thomas and uh, Chris Hilton, those are draft eligible guys. Those are guys that you, uh, you know, Kyron Lacey as well. Those are guys you could potentially lose next year. So you want to, Make sure that the cupboard isn't bare when if that situation plays out. And um, I think the one thing we know about Nussmeyer is he's uh, a really uh, solid leader. I mean, you've looked at it mm-hmm. from this spring. He, he really seems to be taking that next step as a as a leader. And, and to have that kind of guy 
uh, as a backup quarterback at the at the moment, it's um, it's a luxury for LSU for sure. And and you you have him bought in. You you know that you're probably you know likely handing the keys off to him next year, and you want to make sure that you're uh, built well for the future for him to have success as well. So uh, I think that 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 is something that you've absolutely seen LSU attack and go after. And I think it's been uh, really important for 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 Nuss and for for LSU to make sure that. Um, you know, past this season, they're set up really well for success kind of moving forward. Yeah, and I think, too, it just goes back to what we're talking about, the stacking of talent. Uh, not, you know, this saying this year is going to be our year. No, you're extending what a lot of people call in the professional ranks or even the contracts your championship window, and, and you're making that uh, have a lot of pieces and making it a lot of the, the, the sky a little bit brighter the, the later you get into, uh, you know, Kelly's tenure at LSU, a lot of talent there. Uh, we got this question on our boards, and that's a good reason to point you to make sure you subscribe to Go 24-7. Fantastic content, great conversation with all of our staff members. Um, we got this question about, you know, the recruiting class and how we would rank it or something like that. And obviously, you know, uh, Glenn took the uh, Glenn took the professional answer of, you know, I'm going to have to take some time to think about that. Well, Glenn, uh, your time's up. I'm going to give you just a tidbit of a question right here. What do you think the potential of this class can be? I mean, I'm, I'm looking on social media. Colin Hurley's tweeting, you know, we're not done yet. Uh, Tavion Galloway sharing some stuff. Uh, you saw the excitement from the spring game weekend. So, you know, not necessarily a ranking. But when you look at this class, I mean, look, there's a lot of names out there where you could say, hey, there's a path to the number one recruiting class. And look, number one recruiting classes don't win you championships, but you got to have the talent to get there. And so, I mean – when you look at this, how excited should fans be, and what maybe does that path look like? I mean, I know there's a lot of names, you know, Colin Simmons that they could go to, but I mean, it, it's pretty exciting when you see some of the names they're involved in. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's got top three potential, in my opinion. I mean, you look at some of the, even Louisiana names that they are really high on that they haven't, you know, necessarily closed with yet. You know, Dominic McKinley. Uh, is a guy who I think is going to be a really solid player for a really long time. Um, and and they're very active in his recruitment. He's the number one player in Louisiana on the defensive line, um, a guy that I think LSU is going to continue to recruit really, really heavily, um, a five-star player. They don't really – I mean, they as, as good as uh, Trey Des Green is, he's not currently a five-star player on, at, uh, on, our, on our service right now. He's close. Um, but there's still a lot of options out there for LSU. I mean, they just had a really busy weekend, and we just talked about you know some of the tight end weapons. I mean, they're not done recruiting tight end either. I mean, they just had yeah. uh, Caleb Odom, uh, who's a big uh, big time tight end prospect. I think out of Georgia, right? Out of Carrollton. Yeah. Is that where out he goes? Carrollton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's a, a big time five star player guy who I think comes in and, and also could change your offense if uh, you're able to make a good pitch and, and land him as well. I mean, there's just there's so much still up in the air with this class, which is really exciting. Um, you know, you you've obviously built a really great relationship with Colin Simmons. Uh, you just recently hosted Kobe Black, who's a who's a five star mm-hmm. prospect, and certainly things are trending up in that direction. Um, Cam Coleman is a receiver uh, out of Alabama that LSU's in on and has a really good relationship with. Uh, you just hosted Draylon Miller, who's a receiver. Um, and, and out of Texas, who, who has some really good potential, um, certainly in-state, a guy like Wardell Mack, a guy who's just outside the top 100 in our service right now. Um, Kadem Durham is one of the top 10, 15 running backs in the country, yeah. and LSU is right up there at the top of his list as well. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of players here that if, 
you know, things break the right way, uh, LSU will certainly have a strong close to this class. And you know, you're at 14 commitments right now. Uh, I think the focus is going to continue to be on Louisiana um, because this is a really deep Louisiana class. And you're kind of in a position here where, you know, I think a lot of these prospects in this in this particular class are considering LSU, uh, whereas that wasn't necessarily the case with a, a class like last year in Louisiana where they lost uh, so many of those guys to out-of-state uh, schools. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, LSU's in a really great spot. They're recruiting right now, just talking with a number of people in that program the last couple of weeks. Uh, they really, really like where they're sitting with a number of these guys, and it's just about closing. You know, you got you to gotta close and you got to – Make sure that your pitch and that your fit and your vision for the player, most importantly, uh, is is matching to what they're looking for in a school. And I think LSU's done a really nice job of that so far. Yeah, I, I would uh, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think that when you talk to some of these kids after they commit, just about how you know where they envision the kid says you know where they envision me playing or what they see they can develop me into. Um, that's it, something that always stands out from the kids talking. And look, it, it's an impressive recruiting class. And I like what they're doing as well. You said they're not stopping recruiting tight ends, mostly because Trey Des Green can play receiver. Caleb Odom's another guy that, you know, is a little lighter than both of these tight ends they have committed. He can also play receiver. He did a little bit at Carrollton this year. It's going to be exciting. This is going to be a class, and I like how they're saying, hey, look, we're going to bring in the most talent possible and then we're going to see where the chips lay. Like, we're going to let them compete, and if guys enter the portal, you know, after a year, you know, that sort of thing. But we're going to bring in as much talent, accumulate it as much as possible, and see what happens from well, there. So, I mean, it's it exciting. Yeah, I mean, just bouncing off of that, I mean, you look at the recent addition of Deshaun McBride, who's the six yeah. foot two, 200-pound safety, who they also think could potentially play linebacker. And they have a guy, Maurice Williams, who's also committed, who – is a safety who could potentially play linebacker and vice versa. So like they're bringing in a lot of weapons here that you, you don't know exactly what you're going to get until you get them on campus. Mm -hmm. um, but it's good that they have a lot of this positional versatility to work with. And that's certainly, I think been uh, something that Brian Kelly is, is, has made it an emphasis with his coaching staff to uh, really prioritize in recruiting. And um, you just said it, I think you just said it best. When when you get those guys on campus, you let them compete and you let them figure out what position is best for them, and and you let the chips fall where they fall. And so um, I think that's another angle to this, to where uh, LSU's you know approaching recruiting a different way, and and I think in a very positive way, uh, kind of moving forward here. Yeah, it's impressive. The staff's doing a really good job of, uh, like you said, making these relationships, and now it's just about closing a lot of these and. Like you said, there's there's definitely a path to the number one class, but it feels like this class has that top three potential. And, you know, time will tell where that lands with recruiting rankings fluctuating, you know, into kids' senior years and everything with that. But this is fun. Trades Green is going to be a fun weapon to watch in Death Valley. And it'll be nice for LSU fans after seeing a couple of other teams, you know, put some really nice tight ends out on the field and some guys in the NFL for LSU to say, hey, you know, well, we've got one, two, three, four guys that, you know, are going to be so uh, so versatile for us. But, hey, recruiting never stops. Football coverage never stops. That's why you need to make sure you're subscribed to Go 24-7. Make sure you're subscribed to this YouTube channel and continuing to keep tabs on what we're doing over at the website. Fantastic content, as always. Uh, baseball stuff. Glenn, I, I keep saying, hey, let's, let's talk about this, talk about this. We're going to do a baseball podcast here at some point as the push to the SEC tournament, the push to Omaha really heats up. But... Uh, Glenn, you know, you warned me. You said, hey, look, there's going to be a midweek game or two. They're going to lose, and the fan base is not going to like it. And I saw it, uh, you know, firsthand after a 
would you call it one of the best defensive performances you've ever seen out of a team? I mean, no that doubt. was that was I mean, ridiculous. There were at least six plays that uh, I mean, a lot of MLB teams would be impressed if their players made those 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 kinds of plays, and I think they probably snagged four or five hits and uh, a couple of runs from LSU throughout the course of the game. Certainly, the the one that ended the game, uh, if it had fallen, would have scored a couple runs and given LSU the walk off. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was one of the more sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the other team, man. I mean, they came in and they played. Uh, about as good of a game and, and as clean of a game as you could uh, possibly hope for. And LSU just kind of shot themselves on the foot in the end there. But, you know, they're still – I think they're still very much, uh, you know, confident in where they can go this year. Yeah, and they had some injuries. They had some guys out on, yeah. uh, this week. So they're getting ready to play, I think, what is it, Alabama this weekend? Um, yeah. And, that, and that'll yeah. be a fun one. That'll be a fun one. So it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have to talk some, uh, some some baseball here soon. But for now, that is all we have for today here on the Go 24-7 podcast. Tradez Green committing to LSU. Uh, we we failed to mention Deshaun McBride as well. So that's two big-time commitments within seven days, period. Uh, LSU trending in the right direction recruiting-wise, continuing to put faith in this staff and what they have for the future of this program. And we hope that you will continue to put faith in us and what we bring to you. Hit the subscribe button, like the video, share it with your friends and family. If you're listening on podcast, make sure to follow us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you get those audio podcasts. And last, but certainly not least, we're going to put it down in the link below. Check out Go247 website if you're like, we like what these guys are saying, but we heard they write some stuff too. Make sure you go over there, get a great deal, VIP, and continue to read some of the best content you're going to find out there on your LSU Tigers. Make sure you are tuned in to all the channels to get your social media, get your content, and sign up for that newsletter as well, getting it straight to your inbox so you don't have to worry about that. We'll catch you next time here on the Go 24-7 podcast.